But the show is just full of surprises, isn't it? You didn't expect that. That was Paul Whiteman and his orchestra with uh, the fifth movement of Ferdy Grofe's uh, Grand Canyon Suite. It was called Cloudburst. Um, yeah, that, yeah, this is Courtney D. Dilkadra here at WFMU. That was uh, a nine-minute long 78 RPM record. So you might be wondering, well, how did they fit nine minutes of music on a 78 RPM disc? Well, if you're asking that, it's a fair line of inquiry. Now, you could use your, your awesome powers of deductive reasoning, but, but uh, let, let me help you. That was a 24-inch 78 RPM platter. I acquired it from the legendary uh, record collector Bix Bodenheim. I got it for a steal. Literally. <laughs> Bix never discovered its absence. And as the old adage goes, if you don't know something is missing, you don't miss it. Anyway, so I brought it down to WFMU to, to play on the radio on this program. It's very fragile. It's big. And I also had to bring a 24-inch turntable to play it on. I had to bring that all the way from East Orange. I had one that still works. It was in my, my, uh, my cobweb-infested utility shed, which is out near the sneering shack. The, the sneering shack is the outbuilding that has the, it has the moping stool uh, by the front door. It's adjacent to the weeping wall, uh, which is festooned at the base by crocuses. I hope you appreciate these small yet colorful details. You know, somebody really should create a map of my property. Well, anyway, try to bring this thing down here. Why? Because I told Ken Friedman... He's, he's the poltroon who sometimes declares himself to be uh, the station manager of WFMU when he isn't taking one of his 30 or so paid vacations per year. So anyway, I asked him uh, politely, okay, diplomatically, well, emphatically, I asked him to please borrow a 24-inch turntable from an archive or a, a, a university or a, an antique collector and have it delivered and set up so I could use it on today's show to play that 24-inch Whiteman disc. So, what, what does he do, this poltroon, this charlatan? Uh, yesterday, Ken Friedman calls me on a Monday, my day of rest, my Sabbath. And he said uh, he, he could not locate one. I had that. I'd better bring my own. Well, this is typical of the lack of technical support that I get from WFMU. Well, fortunately, my assistant, Lola Bear Pancake, was able to rent a uh, flatbed and help me transport this thing and get it upstairs to Studio A without damage. Lord knows, most of the people who work here are useless. I have to rely on my own staff. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, what are we... Oh, yes, well, moving right along here. We have a treat for you, you who are fans of... Gus Bodenheim. Well, Gus is going to take us on a little tour of his, uh, his, his bookshop. His bookshop in his library. You want to know what Gus is reading? What he's read? 
uh, what the books are on his bookshelf. Here you go. Here's Gus Bodenheim on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU. Hello, listeners. Gus Bodenheim here, bringing you not a product endorsement, but something on a more personal note. You see, I'm often approached by listeners to the Old Codgers program who express a deep admiration for yours truly and pepper me with queries. Foremost among these is, how did you get so smart? Well, acquaintances, it's simple. I read. Perhaps it was the influence of my brother Maxwell, who used to regale me with readings from his own books, such as Naked on Roller Skates and Cutie, A Warm Mama. Since then, I've remained a devout bibliophile, and it has been suggested that I share with you some favorite titles from my library, a collection so extensive that I envy it myself. Now, these are actual books, and I encourage you to take notes and seek them for yourself, and maybe, just maybe, leave me alone if you spot me in public. I'll give you title, author, and a capsule comment on a variety of volumes. You're welcome. 36 Reasons for Believing in Everlasting Punishment by David Ponting Hendy. Only 27 were truly convincing. Was Jesus Insane by G.W. Foote. I'll be damned if I'm going to comment on this. Hacking Through Belgium by Edmund Dane. Maxwell found it could be done in three days. Just Ordinary But, an autobiography by Alvin Jackson Jr. I found it mediocre, and yet... Dumps, A Plain Girl by Elizabeth Thomasina Mead. I wouldn't read it with your eyes and blame it on Courtney if you catch my drift. A Handbook on Hanging by Charles St. Lawrence Duff has, as needed, proven useful. How to Do Cups and Balls by Eddie Joseph. A handshake was always good enough for me. Catching a Cannonball by Walter Brown Gibson. The late Walter Brown Gibson. No illustrations, unfortunately. The development of a procedure for eliciting information from boys about the nature and extent of their stealing by authors Belson, Milliston, and Didcot. Clearly, these three were paid by the word. I'd suggest the Reader's Digest condensed edition, retitled Fess Up, Punk. Truncheons, Their Romance and Reality by Earl and Fenn Clark offers a real conundrum. Nuclear War, What's in it for you? by the Ground Zero War Foundation. I never got to read this one because, ironically, I stepped on my glasses just as I'd found the time to finally read it. I do hope these suggestions lead you on a rewarding path of discovery. On behalf of the Old Codgers Literary Initiative, I am Gus Bodenheim. What you're doing to my heart really is a crime. Won't you tell me when you'll start giving me your time? Oh, I see love light in your eyes, plain as plain can be. I'm in doubt, so put me wise. Does it shine for me? Whose honey are you? Whose tea do you sweeten? Whose sugar and spice and everything nice depend upon you? Whose honey are you? Whose dream you completin'? Who goes for those eyes like sugar plum pies? Whose honey are you? You've got a tiny little touch of heaven in your fingers. 
fingertips You've got all the rest of heaven On your sugar-coated lips Who's gonna get you Some Sunday gold meeting Whose little heart leaps And wants you for keeps Whose honey are you Please tell me Have you really made your mind up Who it's gonna be Don't you think before we wind up We're terrific, you and me Whose honey are you? Whose dream of perfection Who's gonna raise Cain Until you explain Whose honey are you? situation in our neighborhood I hope I'm able to make myself understood it's about the boys and girls down the avenue the question is now who's going steady with who well, right now I'm going steady with Betty and Betty's going steady with me now Betty used to run around with little Eddie I know the guy, but Eddie broke her heart, you see. I was awful shy with fire. Beside Eddie was the apple of her eye. And Betty's big brother, Freddie, he didn't like little Eddie. Now Eddie's going steady with fire, he calls her beer. Betty's going steady with me. Here's the melody.
Victoria's baby, and she was singing there about the one-hour mama. She's the one-hour mama. Uh, Joe Moody and Eddie Lang. I play a lot of them. I really like those guys. Uh, Eddie, uh, Joe Moody on the, the violin, Eddie Lang on the guitar. We heard pretty tricks. Before that was uh, Harry the Hipster Gibson. Do not do not get him confused. Some people do with Harry the Hipster Bodenheim. Totally different person. Uh, anyway, Harry uh, Gibson. The hipster did Who's Going Steady with Who? Yeah, Ruth Edding with the Victor Young Orchestra sang, uh, she sang, Who's Honey Are You? And thanks to Gus Bodenheim for the tour of his library, uh, the books that are on the shelves in his library. Now, many of you listeners, I know, you, you probably assumed that Gus made up those book titles. No, 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 every one of them is real. Uh, one day... You may visit Gus and see those actual tomes on his bookshelves. Well, unfortunately, if you visit Gus's house, you'll see a lot of other things that you'll never be able to unsee. Yeah, but perhaps it's best to simply take Gus's word for it. Uh, there are real books. Uh, seek out these books on your own. That Gus, you know, even when he's talking about his favorite literature, he cannot mask his ennui. Well, anyway, this is Courtney. I'm the old Kaji here on WFMU every Tuesday from 7 to 8 o'clock in the evening, playing the 78 RPM records. And you know, I had my doctor's appointment last week, just a checkup. Got to make sure, you know, that the plumbing and electricity is still working. And I got, today, I got the results of my blood test. No surprises. It's red. And it's hot. Okay, we're going to go back to the music right now. Later on in the program, we're going to have, this week, a soundtrack from a major motion picture. But right now, here is another 70 RPM disc on the Old Codger Radio Show.
never been there before. For shoes and stockings in our hand and our feet all over the floor. Champagne Charlie's my name. Champagne Charlie's my name. Champagne Charlie's my name. By golly and Rogan and stealing is my game. I went down to Louisville and I ain't been there before. And a great big bully knocked me down and I better go back no more. Hot tamales, you have a pair of eyes, just 
Those were the Brock sisters singing Red Hot Mama. Before that was Blind Blake, and Champagne Charlie is my name. Blind Blake. Uh, Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra. Great band leader, great composer, great arranger. Uh, Fletcher Henderson uh, doing Tidal Wave. And Gorney Kramer at the top of that set with China Boy. I'm Old Kaiser here on WFMU. And you know what time it is. That's right. I know you're all excited. Look, look at you. Look at you. Frothing at the mouth. Stop it. Get yourself a napkin. It's on your chin. Okay, you ready now? It's time for today's soundtrack from a major motion picture. This one is called Crazy Inventions, and it's starring the famous Jewish actress, Betty Boop. Now, now, let me get a little backstory about this uh, major motion picture, something you might not be aware of. It's not in too many of the books, but the original title, of this major motion picture was Psycho Dingo. That's right, Psycho Dingo. But they altered it because the lead Dingo shot a cameraman. I said he was a Psycho Dingo, and then the Psycho Dingo escaped from the set, and they had to change the plot to reflect the absence of the leading Psycho Dingo. The Psycho Dingo ran off with a a pack of uh, wild Bodenheims. I'd say Psycho Bodenheims, but uh, that's redundant. Anyway, look, in this major motion picture, uh, Crazy Inventions, uh, we have all the the cameos, the co-stars, the supporting roles, and the people who wandered into the frame. There's, let's see, William uh, Backbetter. Then there's Harlan Hookins. He's in a lot of these, Harlan Hookins. Aber Nodstrong. And then Debar Longsnot. Now, these two actors, Abel Nodstrong and DeBar Longsnot, their names are anagrams for each other. Isn't that amazing? But they did not know each other. Also in this major motion picture, Osama Bin Horowitz. He was a very funny actor. He later changed his name to Snugs Rumbottom. I don't know how you get from Osama Bin Horowitz to Snugs Rumbottom, but you can look this up. It's, it's in all the Hollywood history books. Then we've got, uh, let's see... Plastinia Zeitgeist is in this. Then two two actresses, uh, their cousins, from a dynasty of distinguished actors. There's uh, Impetigo Barrymore and Inertia Barrymore. And finally, the very famous and enigmatic actress who went by the name of Meta Garbo. That's right. She had a long-standing feud with the Hollywood costume designer Meta Hopper. Anyway, that's, you'll see why you're here anyway on the radio. Uh, all these actors and actresses and, and also rands and, and wannabes and, uh, and people who just, uh, they're washed up, a lot of them. But, but Betty Boop, the great Jewish actress, is starring here in Crazy Inventions. And here's the soundtrack on the Old Codger Radio Show. Uh, hot corn and go, sounding hot and blue. 
but a hot cornet can. Like Betty Boop can do, a saxophone can go. Playing all night through, but a saxophone can't. Like Betty Boop can do, this little miss would never miss a chance for vocal tuning. And anytime and anywhere, you can hear this lady crooning, and an auto horn can go. Down the avenue, but an auto horn can. Like Betty Boop can do. Made of pen and ink, she can win you with a wing. Ain't she cute? Sweet Betty.
waited for. Does he make girlies cry for more? Oh, you have no idea. He likes to cuddle up, up, and when he begins to cuddle uddle, uddle up, he works so fast you think he swims. When he hugs like those big cavemen, do I know what I'm doing then? Oh, I have no idea. Back in my day, sending one's bodily fluids to others through the U.S. Postal Service was seen as a mere prank, at best a hobby with few advocates. Today, it seems everyone and his uncle is avidly sending vile vials to sundry, well-promoted services in order to discover what their DNA tells them about their ancestry. Is there some distant billionaire cousin with a pending legacy from which one might glom a handsome ransom? Does the dim past conceal a connection to any legendary hero or scientific genius to assuage the abject mediocrity of one's own life? Can one definitively establish anywhere in one's lineage proof of any injustice or oppression to brag about at parties? Del Barton Industries, quote, proudly, unquote, introduces 123andMe. And while this service won't answer those queries, it will help you find out if you are genetically related to the old codger. As a lagniappe, a cumshaw, or icing on the old cake, it will also warn you if you are carrying any Bodenheim blood, along with a list of resources for coping with this unfortunate revelation. How 123andMe works is fun and easy. We'll send you a clean plexicrylic vacutainer in which to collect a sample of your saliva and all traces of cigar, tobacco, and or bourbon it contains. Or, if you prefer, you may send a quantity of feces, yes, feces, sufficient to conduct all relevant analytical tests. Do not send me your stool samples. Mail them to Rummy Delbarton, who will serve as lab administrator for these purposes. We'll send you his address discreetly upon request. You are advised to send Rummy very large stool samples. As large as possible. I'm talking a real slab. A good old... But I digress. 123 and me. From Del Barton. They say blood's thicker than the mud, but we say, either way, yuck. Such a long day, just when everything goes wrong day. Maybe just because I wanted you here. So now I guess you tell me maybe that I'm acting like a baby. But I want to be a baby when you're near. Don't say a word, just hold me tight Cuddle up closer, cause I'm lonesome tonight And sing me a baby song Maybe it's you, maybe it's me What do you care what the reason may be? Just sing me a baby song 
When a baby cries, she wants lullabies. About the treetop cradle so tall. Won't you baby me? Honey, can't you see? I'm just a grown-up baby, that's all. You ought to know when I'm so blue. I'm just a baby who's crying for you. So sing me a baby song. That's pretty much going to wrap up the program. That was Vaughn Delith and Sing Me a Baby Song. Uh, thanks for Gus for another uh, commercial. Pays the bills around here. Uh, Edith Evans did, oh, you have no idea. And we heard the soundtrack of the major motion picture, Crazy Invention, starring the great Jewish actress Betty Boop. Now, I'm Courtney, your codger. I'm here every Tuesday from 7 to 8 o'clock playing 70 RPM records. Now, if you want to contact me, the Loader Bell Pancake is the, uh, the comments for a moderator. She also administers the playlist on the Internet. I never look at it. I have no idea what, what's going on there. But she reminded me. She says, Courtney, no one's been calling you lately because you haven't given out your phone number on the air in quite some time. You used to do it all the time, she said to me. And I'm like, well, yes, that's true. So I'm going to give you my home phone number. On the radio. I've done this before, but not in a long time. And I want you to write it down. So, I know some of you have heard it and you remember it. You wrote it down. Go get a pencil. Okay? Go get a pencil. I'll wait. Back it. Okay. You got your pencil? Okay. I'm I'm just going to say it once. Write it down. And don't lose it, okay? I've had the same phone number since 1892. Write it down. My phone number is... Six. There you go. Give me a call sometime and we'll chat. Well, stay tuned for somebody else here on uh, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in uh, New York City and Rockland County, 91 point. 9FM, isn't that exciting? And online at WFMU.org.
Yeah.